everyone is hoping for their big break. When things just start going your way and life is put on easy street. Going viral on YouTube is sort of the 21st century big break. Once you've got millions of views, thousands of subscribers, you've basically hit the lottery, right? Maybe. But if going viral has taught me one thing, it's that nothing is guaranteed. It's all about what you do next. So how do you follow up your biggest success? Can you even keep the momentum going? In this episode, we're going to talk about what it was like immediately after going viral with 1 million views, what I did next, and how I eventually found my stride on YouTube, growing to 140,000 subscribers and 75 million views. Welcome to the Royish Good Looks Podcast, episode number four. Before we get into the show today, don't forget that this month's Patreon bonus track is The Force Is With Me, the acoustic version, and you can only get it this month when you sign up for Patreon. And when you do, I will personally send the song to you. And not only that, you'll get new songs from me every month you're signed up. Plus, there's a whole bunch of other Patreon perks you can get too. So head to patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. Join today so you don't miss out and you'll be helping support the show. I was stunned after my parody, Hello from the Dark Side, hit 1 million views on YouTube in just a month. It's safe to say that the song, the video went viral. It just kept growing and growing. And if you missed last week's episode, check that out where I tell the whole story of that song. So I have this massively huge video. What do I do next? If you think the next step is obvious, well, what would you do? Maybe it seems simple, but you have to remember there was no plan to go viral. And there was certainly no plan about what to do after going viral. It was all an accident. Of course, it would be great to turn all of that traffic, all of those views into something more, but how? I was basically a deer caught in headlights. I was frozen in place, contemplating my options. I did have a few ideas, and there were lots of comments asking, you know, make a full version of Hello from the Dark Side, because I didn't really do the whole song, or just make a cover of the original song, Hello. I tried to record a live performance of my parody version, but it was just bad. It was just me in an acoustic guitar, screaming. So I said, I have to forget making more hello songs. I would probably just ruin it. Everyone thought I did a great job with the parody. It's kind of hard to do the exact same thing twice. And this is December. So I thought maybe I could make a Christmas parody. I started to kick around ideas for the 12 days of Christmas set to Star Wars. But that really wasn't inspired. It seemed kind of cringy to me, actually really cringy, but it would have been an obvious choice. More parodies, more Star Wars, tying it in with the holiday season, but I never followed through on that. I made plans for just a simple update video for the channel. I even have the note in Notes app still from February 4th, 2016. Thanks for 5 million views. I'm excited to make more videos. Leave a comment of what you'd like to see. 
so on and, and so forth. It would have been a no-brainer, just a quick and simple, hey, I'm the guy that made this video. Thanks for watching it. It seemed like I owed that to my subscribers too, to at least say thank you. But for some reason, I couldn't even follow through on that. I kind of hate being on camera. Like I've said on the podcast before, I don't even really like public speaking at all. It's nerve wracking to put yourself out there, especially on camera. And at the end of the day, I just like making music. I wasn't planning to be a YouTube personality. I wanted to build off all of that momentum, though, and all of the traffic, which was still coming to Hello from the Dark Side even months after I released it. And whatever it was that I was going to put out, I wanted it to be worthy of following that song up. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. Of course, in retrospect, it seems painfully obvious. Just make more stuff, anything, and it'll probably just sort itself out over time which is basically what did wind up happening later on, but it was confusing in the moment. What would make the audience happy? What would make me happy? I wasn't already in a routine before Hello From The Dark Side went viral, so I had to figure this all out after the fact. So I did nothing with the YouTube channel for months, aside from respond to comments anyway. I was constantly checking those, and I still do, so if you're watching this on YouTube, then leave me a comment and I'll probably see it. I don't want to use the term regret since things worked out just fine. I believe that what's meant to be will be. I do think that doing nothing was not really the best choice, but I do think it's understandable that that's the choice I made. There's a great quote from the book Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Being overwhelmed is often as unproductive as doing nothing and is far more unpleasant. I was definitely overwhelmed with the prospect of following up literally the most successful thing I'd ever done. So yeah, I did nothing and it was painful. I had this audience kind of waiting in limbo, just kind of wasting potential. Eventually I realized maybe I should just do what I was doing before. I went viral. I was using the Royish Good Looks channel to post a few covers before I posted Hello from the Dark Side. So maybe I'll just make more covers, which was something I already enjoyed for fun. And hopefully my subscribers would be into it. At the very least, it would be some sort of progress. I'm not doing nothing. And I'm breaking the ice after this massively viral video. So in June 2016, I posted my first video following Hello from the Dark Side. And for those counting, yes, it was six months later. It was a cover of one of my favorite Jack's Mannequin songs called I'm Ready. Nothing earth shattering, just me recreating the song as best I could. And the video was just lyrics popping up on the screen. And with every YouTube video, the comment section will tell you how you did. So what did people think? Well, here are a few comments verbatim. Junk. Star Wars is much better. Surprisingly, out of the handful of comments that did come in, those were the only two bad ones. Most were actually really positive. You should try and post more. It's awesome. You literally sound like a professional singer. I wonder how you would do on The Voice. 
Seriously, one of my favorite singers right now. So I didn't get totally flamed in the comments. There was no reason to worry. There were clearly people that found Hello from the Dark Side that just liked my voice, and that was a relief to hear. The next month, July 2016, I had another cover ready. I posted a pop-punk version of the Clarissa Explains It All theme song. It was actually something I was commissioned to make for another vlogger, Eddie Contento. He made an awesome video to pair with the song and was nice enough to let me share the video to my channel. And it got a few nice comments too. I was proud of it. But as far as following up my viral hit, these two videos were a very modest follow-up. A few hundred views in their first week, maybe a thousand in a month. And it would eventually grow higher because, you know, naturally the numbers just go up and up and up. But they didn't really perform outstandingly and why would they? You don't win the lottery twice in a row, and they obviously had sort of a limited appeal to begin with. Maybe they would have performed better if it wasn't six months too late, but of course, we'll never know now. Fast forward two months to September 2016. My third follow-up video was finally another Star Wars-themed video. It was an auto-tune-style remix of Han Solo, called All Powerful Force. It was inspired by the Auto-Tune the News or the Songify This series by Shmo Yoho and the Gregory Brothers. I love those videos. So fun. They're so inspiring. Shmo Yoho is really what got me into creating on YouTube to begin with. And here's where things got more interesting. This video hit 15,000 views in the first month. It was still sort of modest, but in comparison to the previous two cover videos, it was crushing. So what did we learn? Star Wars, that must be the key, right? I know it should have been obvious from day one. I'm still sort of perplexed that it took nine months to even attempt another Star Wars song but here we are. So now I finally had a mission. I'll just make more Star Wars songs. There was a new movie coming out in December, so maybe I could snowball a few songs back to back and I'll follow the wave of Star Wars promotion, kind of like with Hello from the Dark Side in Force Awakens. New Star Wars movie, new Star Wars songs. I didn't exactly know what the song should be, so over the next few videos, I would try different styles and just experiment. Next up was a song called Everyone Likes Star Wars. Everyone likes Star Wars. And Star Wars makes lots of money. Even though they already made Star Wars, they are gonna make more money from Star Wars and figurines. Cause everyone likes Star Wars. It's one of my more Jonathan Colton inspired songs. It wasn't really about Star Wars, but it was about liking Star Wars. The video was just a still image slideshow with lyrics on top. Later that month, I put out Stormtrooping. An acoustic ditty that was just one minute and 41 seconds long, a chorus verse chorus, basically. This was also a bit silly on the lyrical side. 
The video used clips from the upcoming spin-off film Rogue One. And at this point, people are returning to every video. And I can tell from the comments, they understand, okay, this guy's making more of these things, these Star Wars songs. And they even started suggesting ideas more often. They knew what to expect a little bit more. It's a Star Wars song channel. Then in mid-November 2016, I released the final Chewbacca. It was a parody of the final countdown, but instead of the synthesizer lead, it was a remixed Chewbacca roaring. Of course, the video was a supercut of all of the best Chewbacca moments. I guess all of these videos were kind of silly now that I'm thinking about it. In early December 2016, I released a rock cover of the Star Wars main theme. That video again featured scenes from the upcoming Rogue One, which was just days away. So now we are a year later from Hello from the Dark Side. None of these videos went viral, but I was slowly building this audience and starting to fall into a routine. I'm actually really impressed looking back now. I was really on a roll, especially compared to today, like this moment right now. We've talked about my prolonged songwriting process on the show before. Really, it's more like a justified procrastination. The songs have to be good, so I take a long time and overthink it. I'm having the same sort of problem now that I suffered when I was just starting out, battling that pressure of following up something that's really successful. But from fall 2016, in the next year or two, I was so much more free. I wasn't as concerned with topping Hello from the Dark Side anymore, not in a debilitating way, at least. I was just on a mission to make another and another and another. I was pumping out at least one to two videos a month between remixes and original songs and parodies. I even posted some MIDI art after I saw Andrew Huang's video with the MIDI unicorn. If you've never heard of these, you have to look it up. It's where the MIDI looks like a picture, but it plays a melody. It's super cool. That again was sort of a rolling the dice if people would get mad at me for doing that. But I just did it because I thought it was cool. I never really cracked the nut on vlogging. I wanted to, and I still want to. This podcast sort of suffices for that, I suppose. Like I said, I don't really like being on camera. There's a whole other performance level you have to put into that. Anyways, fast forward one more time to August 2017. The cartoon Rick and Morty is back for a new season. The channel Chetreo has an amazing song, I Am Alive. He was actually making a Rick and Morty song or Rick and Morty remix every week. It was super ambitious. They were all amazing. Chetrio, if you're listening, you rule. And I said, I can do that too. I'm going to hop on the bandwagon. And I created I'm Mr. Meeseeks, the Rick and Morty remix. It was my first non-Star Wars video since those covers in mid-2016. It debuted to 15,000 views in its first week. And I was actually kind of disappointed. Chetreo was getting millions of views on his Rick and Morty remixes. I thought 
there must have been something wrong with my post. Some of the video was edited poorly. The mix of the song really wasn't the best. I came close to even pulling it down and reworking some of it, though I never did that. Either way, I knew it had potential, but I didn't know why it didn't take off. It must have been the algorithm and having so much Star Wars content and nothing else because the Me6 remix sort of had this delayed reaction. It hit 15,000 views in week one, 60,000 in week two, and then it jumped up like a hockey stick to 500,000 in week three. Then after 29 days in, it hit that coveted 1 million views and I was ecstatic. I was no longer a one-hit wonder. I have two hits. I had that validating feeling all over again. It was awesome. But here's the thing. It took 25 more videos after posting Hello from the Dark Side to do it. I would still say that that's pretty lucky. Two out of 26 videos hitting 1 million views. But this time... It wasn't completely by accident. It was persistence. It was an entire year of making one to two songs and videos a month. And actually, if I'm being fair, Hello from the Dark Side wasn't totally on accident either. It wasn't my first song or my first video or my first attempt to make something fun and goofy. I had posted lots of recordings and covers, and I even had a whole other YouTube channel, which We'll probably talk about on another episode. I should also say that some of those 25 songs did do well, not one million in one month, but better than those first covers did. And eventually some would go on to hit one million over time. Again, it's this snowball effect, slowly building up this audience and building up your views one song at a time. It's not rocket science. You have to buy a ticket to win the lottery. You have to upload a video if you want to go viral. And you'll probably need more than one lottery ticket. And you'll probably need more than one YouTube video. As of March 2021, I've put out somewhere around 40 to 50 songs. 17 of those have hit 1 million views or more. Those odds are really good. And I don't say this to brag. I feel very fortunate for this success, whether it's accidental or not. Some of it is pure persistence and just making more, and some of it is a little bit of luck. But I started off this episode by saying, who doesn't want to hit the lottery? Who doesn't want a million views? Well, of course, we all do. Obviously, bigger is better, and money from views or streams can add up to a living if you get enough of them, but the numbers really shouldn't matter, whether it's views or dollars. I've always said I would do this even if it didn't make any money, not necessarily about YouTube, but about recording and making music. I love doing it, so I have to do it no matter what. And I would encourage the same to you. When you chase views or you chase dollars, it just immediately sucks the fun out of it. When no one watches, you're bummed. When you don't make any money, you're bummed. Now, if you want to build a successful career 
or a business from your art, of course, I am all for that. It shouldn't be the only driving force behind it. You'd best have a true love for whatever it is you're doing. That's the only way to sustain through these ups and downs. Not every video is going to go viral. Not every lottery ticket is going to be a winner. If you're truly passionate about it and you keep making more, you're going to get better at it and your audience is going to snowball and you'll have more of a chance of maybe going viral or having your own big break, whatever that might be. And if after all that, you're still a starving artist, well, you can always start a podcast. So if you enjoy hearing my story and you'd like to help out, join my Patreon, patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. You'll get a bunch of awesome perks, monthly Q&As that I'll answer on the show here or on Patreon. You'll get new bonus tracks from me every month that no one else has heard. I'll review your art or music, YouTube channel, whatever you make and give you my thoughts. And you can even get your name in the credits of new podcasts and new YouTube videos. No matter what tier you sign up for, you'll be helping support the show. Other than Patreon, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Royish Good Looks. You can also join our private Facebook group called Royish Good Looks. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and leave a review. It'll help the podcast show up in searches. And of course, I want to hear what you're thinking of the show. Share the podcast with your friends and tag me in the posts. Either way, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Take care. Take care.